Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Adam Mendler about successful mentorship and lessons in leadership. Adam Mendler, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Jonathan, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have the chance to have a good discussion with you about mentorship and leadership uh, within organizations, how to help others to be most successful and, and their most productive selves. As we get launched into our discussion today, I do want to start by providing a brief bio of Adam for all the listeners. Adam Mendler is the Chief Executive Officer at the Velaz Group, where he co-founded and oversees ventures across a wide variety of industries. He also provides business thought leadership as a speaker to businesses, universities, and nonprofit organizations. As the host of the leadership and personal professional development podcast named 30 Minute Mentors, and as an expert regularly cited in national media outlets, and as an advisor, consultant, coach, and board member. Adam utilizes his professional and entrepreneurial and managerial background developed through a unique set of experiences. Adam created both the Lessons in Leadership series in Thrive Global and the 30-Minute Mentors podcast, where he regularly elicits insights from America's top leaders. Adam has conducted over 300 one-on-one interviews with leading CEOs, founders, athletes, celebrities, influencers, uh, and generals and admirals. Adam has also written extensively on leadership management, entrepreneurship, marketing, and sales, having authored over 70 articles published in major media outlets, including Forbes, Inc., and the Huffington Post. And I really could go on and on with all of your accomplishments, Adam, but um, I'll give you a chance now to share anything else about yourself that you would like to share by way of background. Jonathan, I think you hit it right on the money, man. I was taking notes there of learning more about me as you're reading my bio. So it's uh, <laughs> pretty cool right there. So I'm happy to dive right in. Okay, excellent. Well, well, um, maybe we can start <clears throat> just by uh, getting a brief overview to your podcasts and how those came into being, how you decided to, um, to start that and why, you, why the focus, the, the topic focus that you, that you chose. Sure. So 30 Minute Mentors is my podcast. Every week I go one-on-one with one of the most successful leaders in the country on how they got to the top and more importantly, on how listeners can get to the top as well. So each week, one of my guests is the CEO or founder of a household name company, a well-known celebrity or athlete, a general or admiral, someone who is a leader to listen to. I've had the CEOs of 
Deloitte Consulting, of Gold's Gym, of major companies, uh, Campbell Soup, founders of uh, Electronic Arts, founders of FanDuel, uh, list goes on and on, military leaders, General Martin Dempsey, Admiral Jim Stavridis, Rob Lowe is on the podcast, Suzanne Summers, Ryan Tedder for sports fans, uh, Terrell Davis was a guest, Rick Barry, and lots of great guests in the pipeline. And the goal really with 30-Minute Mentors is to provide listeners with the best network of mentors possible. So access to people who can really make an impact in your life. And my goal is to give listeners not only access to these unbelievable leaders, to these unbelievably successful people, but to do it in a way where by investing 30 minutes, which 30 minutes is time, but it's a time that we all have, um, by entrusting 30 minutes into my podcast, I really hope that anyone listening can ultimately walk away from each episode being able to learn really tangible things that allow listeners to become more successful personally and more successful professionally. I could tell you, Jonathan, with every interview that I conduct, I'm learning an enormous amount. I'm you know, not physically able to take notes because I'm conducting these interviews. I, I know that as you're interviewing me, you're sort of in the zone and you're not there with a notepad, but we are learning things and we're learning an enormous amount as we're conducting these interviews. And I can tell you that with literally every single interview that I've conducted, um, my knowledge has been taken to that next level. And my hope is that anyone tuning in feels the same way. And Jonathan, something that's been interesting to me is just the range of people who listen to the podcast. So anyone from students to early career professionals, all the way up to the most successful people in the country. A number of my guests have told me that they're avid listeners of the podcast and that they've learned a lot by listening to other great leaders who I've interviewed. So that's been really interesting to me. So I know I've packed a lot in there, but this is something that I'm really passionate about. And I really hope that anyone who tunes into this podcast uh, takes a listen. It's accessible on every podcasting app, anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. You could tune in and subscribe to 30 Minute Mentors. It's also available at 30minutementors.com, all spelled out. And each week I release a new episode and I release it with the same level of passion as I'm uh, talking about it right now. Awesome, thank you. And I, I really appreciate your um, commitment to connecting listeners with these, these leadership um, mentors and thought leaders and people that can provide insights as we all try to navigate this messy world and figure out our careers, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, as we do our best to, to put our best foot forward. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, in addition to your podcast, I'm, I'm wondering what you think in terms of the importance and value of mentorship generally and other ways that uh, listeners might be able to enhance their mentor um, uh, network and the, the opportunity to really tap into the, the knowledge, skills, and abilities of others who have come before them. Yeah, that's a really good question, Jonathan. And I think that there are two ways that anyone listening should try to frame this question. 
Number one is I think it's really important to find a great mentor or multiple great mentors. And how do you find a great mentor? There are a few different ways you can do it. You can look at your own network. I think that's a good place to start. You can look at your alumni networks. You can look at people in your community. You can look at people who you're connected to. You can look at affinity groups that you might have access or closer access to people. Uh, an interesting statistic that I actually learned from a guest who I interviewed, number one best-selling author who I had on my podcast, mentioned that the uh, typical mentor-mentee relationship um, starts with people who know each other for at least a decade. So oftentimes a mentor is someone who has been in your life for a long time. So I think it's important to start inward, but that's not the only place to start. There are groups that you can look at to try to find mentors. Uh, beyond, say, alumni groups, there are, are actually groups. There's a group called SCORE that actually um, consists of seasoned business owners, many of whom are retired, who want to give back and want to mentor. So that's number one. Try to find a mentor and really invest in that process, not financially, but invest time. I've written quite a bit about it. I've written articles on how to find a mentor. But number two, I, I write and speak a lot about a concept that I call mini mentors. And that's really where 30-minute mentors comes in. Just as important as having a great mentor is having access to mini mentors. Now, what is a mini mentor? A mini mentor is someone who, in contrast to a traditional mentor, who is someone who you might grab lunch with once a month or grab coffee with on a regular basis or have consistent phone calls with, mini mentor is someone who you might speak to once or you might speak to once a year or once every couple of years. But in that one conversation, that individual can make an enormous impact in your life in your business, in your career. And by cultivating a network of mini mentors, you will be able to be in unbelievable position personally and professionally. Just think about all the times that you need advice and you need someone to turn to and how great would it be if you could have a subject matter expert at your disposal? That's really what a mini mentor is. Your, your mentor might not have all the answers. In fact, your mentor definitely doesn't have all the answers because no one has all the answers. But if you can develop a network of mini mentors, when you have a question and you need an answer, you'll find someone that you can turn to. And that's something that has served me well in my career and in my businesses. And that's a message that I really try to impart to whatever audience I'm speaking to. Excellent. I really uh, appreciate those insights. And I absolutely agree that uh, mentorship is really important, very key and foundational to career, the career success of any of us. Um, you know, I feel like I've had a good amount of, of success in my career 
And I can attribute some of that, of course, to me and my effort, my hard work, but I can contribute, I can attribute a lot of that to the people who have come before me, um, the people in my network, the people that have either been formal mentors or mini mentors or even completely informal mentors, people that I've looked up to that probably won't even know they're my mentor, but I've still, I've leaned on them and I've, I've utilized their insights and their expertise to help get me to where I'm at. And so I think having that mindset, both as the mentee, you know, as we try to develop our careers, but also as the men, you know, as the potential mentor, as we look out across, you know, the people within our sphere of influence, we have a chance to, to positively impact, to, to assist and to help to, for them to be successful. That's an incredibly um, powerful uh, and meaningful aspect of, of what we do to, to try to expand, expand our influence and really help uh, the next generation of workers find success as well. So I really, I really appreciate the, all the work that you're doing with mentorship in, in both your podcast, your, your writing, um, your speaking and everything. Uh, I'm so I'm also curious uh, about, I know you, you frame it as lessons in leadership. Um, so you, you put a good amount of energy into, into that. And I'm wondering what some of those key lessons are that you tend to focus on the most when you talk with uh, individuals or organizational leaders on how to get the most out of their people, how to be, um, to drive people-centered, um, sustainable, and effective organizations? Yeah, great question, Jonathan. And, and you and I can spend hours and hours and hours just talking about this, just talking about all the lessons in leadership that I've learned from my conversations with America's top leaders. I've interviewed hundreds of America's top leaders for my Lessons in Leadership series. And um, my podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, is about to hit episode number 30. So I'm not, haven't qu quite done as many um, podcast interviews as I have the Lessons in Leadership interviews. But through those conversations, I've been able to identify themes that are universally applicable. The first one is that the core principles of leadership are universally applicable. What it takes to be a great leader in business, what it takes to be a great leader in sports, what it takes to be a great leader in the military, what it takes to be a great leader in life. The core fundamentals are the same. And I think that that's something that often gets overlooked. I'll give you an example, Jonathan. I've interviewed a number of the most successful military leaders of our day. And what I've heard consistently from those conversations is the importance of leading in the military through inspiring the people who you're leading, not yelling, not screaming, not saying, this is an order. One of uh, the people who I've interviewed, he uh, retired three-star general, was um, in the Lessons in Leadership series and also um, a guest on my podcast, uh, General Tom Trask, told me that he's never once said in his career, this is an order. Uh, I had another uh, uh, individual, an admiral who I interviewed, uh, who told me that uh, you know, he can count on, on one hand the number of times that someone uh, yelled at him or screamed at him in the course of his military career. So 
this is just sort of uh, another really good example. Uh, I, I mentioned him a little bit earlier in our conversation, but um, retired four-star Admiral Jim Stavridis, Supreme Allied Commander of NATO, uh, told me that when you think of military leaders, you often think of Jack Nicholson from A Few Good Men, and that couldn't be any further from what military leaders are. And the same is true for what it takes to successfully lead a startup company. I run a number of entrepreneurial businesses, and if I yell and scream at my employees, they're out of here. They don't, firstly, I, I don't yell and scream. I'm not capable of yelling and screaming. It's not, not what I do. But who wants to work in that kind of environment? Who wants to work for that kind of leader? Who wants to work in that kind of culture? No one. And to lead effectively, whether you're leading a startup company, whether you're leading a Fortune 500 company, whether you're leading in the military, leading a sports team, you need to lead with compassion. You need to lead by getting the people on your team to focus on a mission and be invested in accomplishing that mission together. Getting one plus one to equal three. Getting everyone on the same page because they want to be on the same page, not because they're afraid of you and afraid of the consequences. Leading through fear is not the way to lead today and it's not going to be the way to lead tomorrow that's a little bit of a flavor jonathan again we can go on and on about this as you could tell this is an area i'm really passionate about yeah yeah well I, I appreciate those insights and i think it is important to note that leadership successful leadership is hard it's hard work it's difficult but it's also not rocket science and it's i think it fundamentally comes down to developing relationships building trust and uh, treating people with dignity and respect, uh, sustainable leadership, the type of leadership where you can get uh, elevated performance, inspired performance out of people day in and day out over a long period of time. Um, not, not just, you know, putting the fear of God into people so they do what you say because you give them a direct order, like you said, uh, and then they go out and do it. That's, that's uh, compliance. That's not commitment. That's not um, real sustainable leadership. The real leadership comes back to building trust relationships and helping inspire people uh, through supporting them and helping them and and treating them well. And when so it's not rocket science. There's basic principles that apply across different types of leadership contexts and situations. And if we can just remember that and then do the work of just building those relationships, there's no substitute for for treating people well and uh, if we can just be consistent and be genuine with our people then we'll get good results out of them because because most people want to do well in their jobs most people want to make a contribution to the world and and our job as leaders is just to help them to do that uh, and most most people will appreciate that effort Really good points, Jonathan. I agree with everything you said. I, I just do want to expand on the comment you made about this not being rocket science. It, it's not rocket science in, in the sense that um, I found 10th grade chemistry to be challenging. So 
for me, rocket science uh, is way above my head. The, the rocks for jobs classes I took in college were way above my head. So certain things come more naturally to others. Certain things come uh, easier to others. Uh, but no matter how great a leader you are, there is always room to learn. There's always room to grow. The most successful leaders are constantly learning, are constantly growing, are constantly trying to figure out how to become even better leaders. So, so yes, Jonathan, the, the core principles of effective leadership, number one, to people like you and me are not rocket science. Unfortunately, to a lot of people out there, they're not intuitive. Now, to I wish they were intuitive to everyone. Unfortunately, I've worked for people who they were not intuitive to and were ch chased away a lot of really good talent. And we've all had bad bosses and bad coaches and bad leaders who we work for who just didn't understand or couldn't follow these very basic principles. Um, that's point number one is that everyone needs to understand these, not only people who find this stuff intuitive. But, and number two is for those of us who, who do find the basics intuitive and easy to follow, um, there's a lot more to learn. There's a lot more to constantly consume and absorb. And something that I found interesting and another principle that I talk a lot about, your earlier question about what is something that I've learned from interviewing hundreds of the most successful leaders in the country. The most successful leaders are people who are committed to lifelong learning. The guests who I've had on my podcast, virtually every single one has told me either on air or off air, how dedicated they are and how strongly they believe in, in lifelong learning. And I mentioned earlier how some of the guests have told me either on air or off air, uh, how much they've learned by listening to my podcast, which to me, one of the first few times I heard it was surprising because my reaction was, wait a minute, you're literally one of the most successful leaders in the country and you're learning from my podcast. How does that make sense? Well, it makes sense because you have the mindset that every day you're going to be learning something. And people who have that mindset, people who have the mindset that no matter how successful I am, I need to continually learn. I need to continually grow. I need to continually take that next step. Those are the most successful people. Those are the best leaders. I absolutely agree. Um, lifelong learning, continual growth, growth mindset. Uh, these, these are all essential. Uh, and it, it demonstrates humility. Uh, and when we have intellectual humility and when we have interpersonal and leadership humility, uh, that means we're approachable. And that means that others um, know that, that they're safe to, to make contributions and even to, to learn as they go because they know we're learning as we go. Um, and so I think sometimes leaders have this false idea that, that people expect them to be flawless or to, to always be stoic and put on, put on a, you know, a powerful, strong front. Um, to not show vulnerability or weakness in any sort of way. And, you know, I, I think that's just a really 
outdated mentality about leadership. I think I think most people and most organizations look to their leaders uh, as someone who can show compassion and empathy, who can be understanding, um, who can help support them and be vulnerable with them as they try to be their best selves. And and that's that's a lesson I, I suppose we all need to learn and relearn over and over and over again. Uh, but it's all about growth mindset. It's all about continually learning. I completely agree. Well, Adam, it has been a real pleasure talking with you today. Uh, we're about out of time, but before we close, I just want to give you a chance one more time to share with the listeners a little bit about how they can get connected with you, um, learn more about your podcasts and the other work that you're doing. Thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate that. And I really enjoyed this conversation. It was uh, short but sweet. A lot of really fun and important content that we covered. Anyone interested in checking out the podcast can do so at 30minutementors.com or can do so by tuning into your favorite podcasting app and typing out and hopefully subscribing to 30 Minute Mentors. You can connect with me through, I try to make it really easy, it's just my name, adammendler.com or on social media at adammendler. So that's at Adam Mendler on Instagram, at Adam Mendler on Twitter. And I uh, just want to thank you again, Jonathan, for having me. And thank your listeners. Thank you to anyone tuning into this podcast for taking the time and engaging and listening and wishing each and every one of you a great rest of the day. Thank you again, Adam. I really appreciate it. I encourage listeners to check out Adam's podcasts, um, to, to connect with him on LinkedIn, connect with him, uh, and see if there's a, a way that you could uh, leverage a, uh, a partnership, a relationship, a, a, a professional uh, connection with Adam, uh, because he's doing really great work. And I hope everyone has a wonderful day, that you stay healthy and safe, that everyone can find meaning and purpose in their work this week. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.